The Water Values Podcast, Session 75. Welcome to the Water Values Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to water utilities, resources, treatment, reuse, and all things water. Now here's your host, Dave McGimsey. Well, what a fantastic year 2015 has been. The podcast has continued to grow in listenership, so thank you very much for tuning in and sending me great topic ideas and guest ideas that really help that that listenership grow. Uh, You know, I haven't been able to get to all of those topic ideas yet, but I've got some of your guests and topics lined up for early 2016, so hopefully you'll be uh, happy if you haven't heard your your topic yet. Uh, And I'm going to continue to do my best to bring you the stories about water that you want to hear. So please don't hesitate to, to shoot me a line or drop me uh, a contact about what topics and guest ideas you want to have. You can do that at david at thewatervalues.com. Uh, before I plow into the year in review, I've got some news. You know, for the past three years, uh, my family and I have lived out here in Denver, Colorado, and we've very much enjoyed life out here. However, sometimes Simply enjoying life isn't enough. You know, you miss family, you miss friends, uh, and you want something a little more that may not be able to be satisfied just by the beautiful surroundings that uh, that Denver enjoys. Uh, so my family and I are moving back to Indiana in early 2016. I'll still do my best to bring you the podcast uninterrupted during the move, so keep your fingers crossed that I'm able to do that. Uh, the move will also entail some slight changes to the podcast. I need to find some financial support for the podcast in order to keep it going, and I plan on adding a PayPal button to the website. And although to date I've turned down several sponsorship requests, uh, I would entertain a sponsorship if it fits with what I'm trying to do with the podcast. Essentially, what I'd like to do with this money uh, is to provide the basics, you know, hosting services, graphic design costs, transcription costs, um, and if it goes well, to get a web developer to kind of freshen the website and to make it load faster. So I'm not looking to get rich uh, by doing this podcast, I just like some financial support to help bring you the best possible product and produce an even better product for you to make it more useful uh, for you. So if you've got ideas on this topic or if, or if you just want to uh, help out or in any way, please email me. Again, that email address is david at thewatervalues.com. That's david at thewatervalues.com. With that said, let's take a quick retrospective on 2015. You know, as I look back through what we've accomplished this year, a few key themes uh, started to emerge. And the first is that the Water Values podcast has really made a dent in the water industry and has gone international. You know, initially, I want to thank the uh, American Water Works Association for including links to the podcast on its resources page for members this year. That's really helped, I think, a lot of people discover the podcast and hopefully has provided a lot of value to those folks. From what I've been able to tell, a lot of people uh, you know, have, in fact, been helped by that link. So, uh, again, thank you to the AWWA for linking to the Water Values website. Uh, from the international angle, the web traffic has come from all over the world since we launched in March of 2014. But we had our first international guests in 2015, and those guests were from Ireland. Uh, we had Terry McDonough, who discussed water charges in Ireland and the unrest that they've caused. And we also had uh, Klaus Helix Nielsen from Denmark, and, and Klaus kind of opened our eyes to some great technology using the aquaporin membranes in a forward osmosis application. So a lot of great, 
great content from international guests. So I really appreciate uh, them taking time out, especially with, with the time change, trying to find times to, uh, to record. It's either real early in the morning for me and real you know, late in the afternoon for them. So I, I really appreciate them working with scheduling uh, with me on that. Um, and you know, the technology we discussed with, with Klaus Helix Nielsen, that kind of leads me into the second theme, which is technology. Uh, and we've had some great guests this year talking about advancements in technology. And those discussions have gone from bricks and mortar uh, applications to, to software applications. You know, some of the bricks and mortar applications, uh, we had uh, Parjana and their groundwater infiltration system on, the no-des water-conserving main flushing system that Jeff Favina shared with us. Uh, we also had the innovative pipe repair solutions that Krauss USA offers, uh, you know, the, the, with the, the special clamps that they have to fix those uh, pipes in place. Uh, some of the software applications, uh, predominantly that was Trevor Hill, the CEO of Fathom, who talked about how uh, the software products that they're producing can really help utilities gain a lot of efficiencies in managing data. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of great technology that we've looked at this year. Um, you know, they have shared, uh, they have varied uses, I should say, but they do share uh, that common thread of, again, making utilities more efficient, extending the infrastructure life, getting more bang for your buck using technology. Uh, and, you know, this theme, it really is uh, the theme of technology, a carryover from 2015 when we had some great discussions on technology, uh, which included AMI, water smart software, and some other newly developed technologies. One of the other themes that I kind of saw this year was rates. We didn't directly talk about it, so it's it's somewhat of an under-the-radar theme. Uh, but rates are obviously a huge issue because it's the economic and financial manifestation of the provision of water service. You know, Jeff Hughes was the was the guest who talked directly about rates. And he was terrific because he's working on developing new rate designs that send better price signals, trying to figure out, you know, how exactly can you can you design a rate so that that the utility gets what it thinks it's going to get in terms of revenue recovery and the and the customers understand the rate design. So he was he was fantastic. I love talking with Jeff. Uh, George Hawkins was another uh, uh, guy who talked about rates, although he was more of the indirect nature. You know, he is George's is uh, DC Waters general manager, and he discussed how rates played into that role as general manager. Uh, essentially, you know, talking about all the environmental regulations and things like that that were were coming into into play. He when he was brand new on the job, they had a big rate increase coming, and there was some skepticism about. Uh, how the utility was being run that was a carryover from past um, administrations and so you know he he really understood that you you got to be transparent you got to go up and and talk about rates and explain why you need those rates uh, Steve Cavanaugh was another uh, guest that that indirectly talked about rates you know Steve demonstrated how having a non-revenue water program you can make financial sense for water utilities and that can ease rate pressure. And that was a, and this whole non-revenue water issue, that, if you recall, that was a central issue in Ireland because you know, the non-revenue water percentages, and I know you're not supposed to talk about percentages, but the non-revenue water percentages were approaching 50% in some cases uh, and even higher in Ireland. And so people thought that you know, the utility was just kind of throwing money away by, by not having the, the pipes fixed. 
So that non-revenue water is a real big issue. Uh, Susan Latvala, uh, the former uh, Pinellas County Commissioner and one of the founding board members of Tampa Bay Water, she discussed how rate increases had to be passed through kind of on that wholesale level. And she discussed how those uh, rate increases had differing impacts on the retail utilities, depending upon the economic growth in those areas. Um, and so it was. She she gave a, I thought a fascinating perspective on 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 the rate side. In addition to kind of just being transparent, how how you work through issues with the utility, kind of education, knowledge, and and communication. Uh, and you know, finally, Shazatari, uh, she talked about water psychology and. Um, it was that was a very interesting discussion because obviously, uh, if you're conserving, that's going to have an impact on rates. And so I thought, uh, I thought her discussion was relevant to this rate theme that we've we've kind of firmed up here. Um, as with 2015, environmental regulation has also been a big issue for guests on the podcast. Uh, we had Frank Holloman discuss coal issues, coal ash issues, I should say. Uh, Paul Kramer talked about fog or fats, oil, and greases issues. So the environmental issues have, have come to play a big role. Uh, I've tried to get a guest on to talk about the, uh, uh, the Waters of the United States rule that came out in 2015. Obviously, that's going under uh, – it's got some challenges with it. But um, I had a, a guy from the EPA that I thought could do a great job discussing what exactly that rule does. Uh, we just haven't firmed that up yet. Um, and when we, when we kind of sit back and think, I've, I've talked about a number of, of themes from environmental regulation rates, um, but one theme I think that plays into all those, because these are all interrelated, is infrastructure um, and education about that infrastructure. You know, we've had a number of guests discuss that infrastructure. Scott Haskins talks on a deep dive into asset management. Going back to like George Hawkins, he talked about the rate increases they needed to pay for infrastructure improvements uh, in the DC system. You know, infrastructure, it gets a lot of press in the water sector uh, as it does with transportation and other utility services. Uh, I, I kind of feel like because water infrastructure is, you know, in, in large measure, a lot of it is underground. And so people don't see it every day. They don't, they don't, we have, we in the water sector have unique challenges in getting the word out about our infrastructure. And so I think that's something we need to continue to do is, uh, is we need to really keep banging that drum about education in the water sector about infrastructure. I think we can learn a lot from how DC Water has pursued its public relations strategy and gotten people to connect and become engaged with the utility. Um, you know, to me, the single biggest thing we can do to improve our water infrastructure situation is to continue to expand our reach and educational programming on the state of that water infrastructure and especially deliver that message to those who have not yet heard or received the message. I know it's a tough job, but it's one which I feel must continue uh, to be pressed because everything it takes to get clean water to your home and then transport that used water away you know, for, for additional treatment that costs a lot of money, and people need to better understand what that cost is so we can get the rate increases needed to pay to maintain and upgrade our water infrastructure. 
Well, that's the 2015 Year in Review show. Thanks for joining me, and please have a happy and safe holiday season. And if you could, please do me a favor and rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. I'd really appreciate that. And thank you very much for supporting the podcast to date. Uh, without you, this podcast would not happen. Um, so thank you very much, and I look forward to your future support. Till next time, please remember to keep the core message of the Water Values Podcast in mind as you go about your daily business. Water is our most valuable resource, so please join me by going out into the world and acting like it. to the Water Values Podcast. Thank you for spending some of your day with my dad and me. Thank you for tuning into the disclaimer. I'm a lawyer licensed in Colorado and Indiana, and this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship with you or anyone else. And information in this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Further, this podcast is not a solicitation for professional employment. I'm just a lawyer who finds water issues interesting and who believes greater public education about water issues is necessary. And that includes enhancing my own education about water issues because no one knows everything about water. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.